right, everyone. Welcome back to the Watched Athlete Pod. This is episode five. I'm Frank, joined by Kyle and Ryan. And today we got some season predictions for y'all. Let's start off with the AFC North. Let's just jump right into it. Kyle, what do you got? This is one of the toughest divisions. I think the Bengals take it. We'll probably all agree the Bengals take it. I got them at 12 and 5. Ravens, I think, get the second spot. Lamar's going to have a big comeback year. 10 and 7, I got the Ravens. Brown Steelers, those are toss-ups. I do think Deshaun's going to look better, but it's the Browns. We've been around Browns fans for the last 10 years or so. They're going to find a way to mess it up. I got both the Browns and Steelers at 8 and 9. Okay, I like it. Ryan, how do you think the AFC North pans out? Pretty much the same thing. Bengals are winning it. I don't think that's any doubt. In my, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind or anybody else's mind that Bengals win that division, even though it is probably one of the tougher divisions in football. Um... Honestly, I think I got Browns going number two. I think, I think Watson returns to that um, okay. the level of play he played at uh, before the trade, and I think that is that's a ten that's a ten and seven team. They have talent. They have coaching. I mean, Kevin Stefanski is one of the better coaches in the league, and I think you know them missing the playoffs each of the last two years sort of, I guess, sort of masked that. I guess people are getting away from looking at Kevin Stefanski as one of the better coaches in that conference and especially in that division. So I think they go number two, and I think they get a wild card spot. Um, Ravens, I see Ravens taking a step back. I think, you know, maybe there's a little bit much of a distraction. Lamar Jackson, big new contract. Um, I think I could see them going nine and eight. I think see I could see them taking a step back. And honestly, the Steelers, look, the Steelers have the worst quarterback in the division. I understand Mike Tomlin's a great head coach and all that, but it's they have the worst quarterback in the division right now. Who knows how he fares in year two, but I got Steelers. Probably probably a, a, a decent last place team, like a 7-10 and 10, uh, really? place team. Yeah. Right, Any thoughts so, on Pickett? Pickett got named a captain. Which is uncommon for a young quarterback deal, like Ryan. that. I mean, of course. I mean, like, of course he did, though. I mean, it's uncommon, but like, I mean, he is in his second year. We did see Tua not get uh, a captain, uh, get nominated captain his second year, which I remember was always like a weird conversation. But I mean, Pickett getting named captain, I don't think it really does too much. I mean, he is the quarterback, so I, as long as he's not a rookie, I feel like it makes sense. But I, I, I think he could be better. I think you know George Pickens, I love. But I just think as of right now, that's the worst quarterback in that division. Okay. You think Stefanski's on the hot seat if the Browns don't make the playoffs this year? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I think totally. so. so they Ryan, have so much talent on that roster. You're also predicting the Steelers to have their first losing season in, like, what, 10 years or something? Maybe longer? You, I would say, yeah. Yeah, 7-10. and 10. I would say maybe them and the Ravens at best are sort of deadlocked at 8-9. Okay. But seven's the floor. All right. I like that. Let's get to the uh, accurate predictions now. Uh, give me the Ravens. <laughs> give me the Ravens at 12-5 and five winning the division. I think this is the best division in the NFL right now. Um, I think the Bengals are going to take a, a slight step back. They lost some pieces on defense. I think they go 11-6. and six. Steelers, I still have playing really well and probably getting a wild card spot. 10-7. and seven. And I have the Browns going 9-8. and eight. So every single team in this division is going positive. Obviously, it's not going to happen in any other division, you know, if this is the case. But um, I do think it's the best division. I don't think Deshaun Watson, I, I don't think he's a fraction of what he once was. Um, and I just think the Steelers got so much better um, defensively, offensively. Um, yeah, so I, yeah. 
I have him finishing it, third in the division, but the Ravens on top. I'm going. I do with think Najee Harris bounces back, and he's going to look like superstar status this year. Mm-hmm. Not, not quite, definitely. not like top five, but he could be in that like five to twelve range at running back. Well, top five is like how long? If you're a top five running back, how long are you really a top five running back? You know? Yeah. Like I, yeah. It's always I, a flash. I wouldn't. Like Saquon was a top five back his rookie year and a top five back last year, but those three years in between, it was like not right. No, you know, you're not ranking in top five or even maybe close. Maybe he sort of those lists in those years, he kind of cracks top ten. Maybe you'll find a list here and there that he does, but I think Najee, I think, could bounce back. I just, you know, when you have one down year as a running back, it's sort of common that it's that's just where the peak is. <laughs> it's just downhill True. from there. All right, uh, AFC East, I'll start it off. Uh, that's my division. I will go with the New York Jets, finishing 12-5, and five, winning the division. Um, I have the Buffalo Bills at 11-6, and six, coming in second. I think they're going to take a step back. Um, Patriots, I really wanted to finish last in the division, but I think that, you know, with Bill O'Brien, wow. I think they're, they're going in the right direction. I'm going 9-8 and eight for the Patriots. Uh, they're coming in third. And then I have the Dolphins finishing in last, 8-9, and nine, respectable 8-9. and nine. Um, So I have two playoff teams from the AFC East. Um, and, uh, yeah, the Jets win for the first time in, what is that, 10 years? They win the division for the first time in 12 years, something like that? No, they, they haven't won the division since, like... So, like, 2002, is that what you're saying? Yeah. I wasn't I sure so. if it was 20 years or 10 years, but, I mean, it's... it's Do you think it's... Frank, do you think the Dolphins could do that bad if Tua stays healthy? Oh, they have a chance if Tua stays healthy to win the division, for sure. Um, but I just think it's too much of an unknown with him. I really like Tua. Is Ryan that the reason really you like put Tua. him last, though? Because if Tua's healthy, they're well, not they're off, going they're offensive, last. Their offensive line is not I mean, it's, it's not as good as the other ones in the division. Um, their defense, I would take their defense last in the division, personally. Um you like yeah, the head coach? I, yeah, he's all right. I'm I not love, sold on him. Love the I'm head coach. I love yeah. that. Yeah, that's the media frenzy. I, I I could care less. I don't know. I don't see it. Um, not ju- not just because like he's quirky and funny and just not like the typical football coach, but like I don't know. I think if you can get to I think if you can get to the postseason like you did last year, coming off various. Um, straight years of not making it with yeah. questions at quarterback and there's still questions at quarterback like I understand Tool may was playing at a high level early in the year but you know there's the consistency is still an issue I don't know I think if you could take that team to the playoffs in a tough division like that where you're going against Belichick twice a year and that's not even close to the best team in that division like yeah I don't know Dude, and he won the locker room his players love him yeah yeah no, but the right. thing is, like, I don't think the Dolphins end up last in that division, but everyone is so high on them. Every yeah, power ranking you see has them, like, number six. Like, I think it, that's like crazy. That, that high on the – it's same with the Lions, but we'll get to that soon. I have a lot to say on that. <laughs> but they're so high on the – they're so high on Miami, and I I am too, but, like, number, number six in a power ranking? That's tough. It's, I think the I Ravens know. are better than them. That's the Raven, cool dude, the Ravens were out. The Ravens were out of the top ten in every single list that I saw. Every top ten oh, list, yeah, they're out. 
Some got, like, the Steelers. I saw one that had the Steelers at, like, 14. I'm like, that's pretty egregious. I mean, that's basically saying that they're a lock for a playoff team. But, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. What, what the Dolphins did last year with Skylar Thompson at Buffalo in the playoffs was pretty damn impressive. Um, so, I mean, I, yeah, do they have the team? They could definitely make some noise. They could definitely get to the playoffs. I don't see them as a deep playoff team, not with the Bengals, not with the Ravens. Not with the Chiefs. I know I'm throwing the Ravens out there too much for your liking, but I'm high on them this year. I think Lamar finally got paid. I don't think there's going to be any question mark of him sitting at the end of the season. I think he's just going to play through it. They almost beat the Bengals in Cincinnati, but this is an AFC East conversation. So, <laughs> Ryan, you want to Ryan, you want to go next? Your predictions? Yeah, I got Bills one. I think Bills. I, I, Obviously, Bills are a Super Bowl contender. I think I'm going to put them. I know we're doing our Super Bowl predictions soon. I, I have them in there right now, but I might switch that as we go. But I think the Bills are the lock to be the number one team in this division. I think the Jets make the playoffs as well, but I think the Jets are a high-level wildcard team. I think Josh Allen is the better quarterback right now, a lot younger. I think that's a lot better of a roster. The Jets, to me, have still have various questions to answer at wide receiver after Denzel Mims is gone, Corey Davis retires. So now all of a sudden you have Garrett Wilson, uh, you know, Alan Lazard is a good number two. He hasn't totally been consistent throughout his career. Randall Cobb is in his 30s. McCole um, Hardman, who knows if he's a clear cut, you know, if he's just a gadget player or he's more than... That's true, yeah. <laughs> if McCall if, if if Hardman is more than just like a gadget player, and then you have these two, all of a sudden they have two undrafted rookies on the active roster heading into the year. So yeah, I think, right. you know, I think there is, it's not out of the realm of possibility for Aaron Rodgers to be a little ticked off at some points during the year just because yeah. of the lack of experience that the wide receiver group generally has. Um, and there's not much I depth. Think and we lost no. Elijah Moore as well. You're right. No, yeah. Elijah Moore is gone. It's definitely an average receiving core. The Elijah Moore trade, although I thought that was the right move at the time, I didn't realize that Mims would basically crap out. And it's not like Mims was ever, you know, a big-time no. player for them. But, you know, I didn't think that he would end up getting cut or end up getting traded, rather. Um, you know, we didn't see Corey Davis retiring. All of a sudden, the depth yeah. is just not great. So I think there's issues with that. Uh, I think there's issues with the offensive line. I think Mekhi Becton impressed enough, obviously, to get the right tackle spot. But, you know, this isn't training camp and the preseason yeah. coming up. So there's a lot How different of a story was. there. Yeah, and, you know, we've seen him go down before various times. We've seen that, you know, and at that same position last year. So in training camp at right tackle. So I think there's issues there. I still think they're a high-level wildcard team, but I think there's still a gap between them and the Bills. Dolphins, I could see making the playoffs as the number three team in that division. I think three teams in that division make it. And look, Pats are the Pats. They'll probably go seven and ten, eight and nine. Bill can win eight games with whatever yeah. roster, basically. So, but I don't think they have enough juice. I don't think they have enough talent on that roster, and I don't think they have a good enough quarterback to compete with the other teams. So, I think Pats end up last. Okay, I could see it. I'm similar there. I got Bills winning fairly easy. I think Bills are going to play with a different edge this year, too. They've been, like, so highly talked about the past couple of years. They get far, lose to Burrow or Mahomes late in close games. I think they're coming aggressive this year and win the division. 
around 12 and 5. And then I think it's the Jets and Dolphins fighting for number two. I don't think the Jets are going to be as pretty and fun as it's going right now. Like this offseason has been nothing but smiles and like hype around New York. Like yeah. everyone's so excited about them. But yeah, they're going to hit some struggles early. They're in a tough division. I got them and the Dolphins fighting for number two, both around 10 and 7. But I think I give the edge to the Dolphins. Again, McDaniel, those receivers, like, Dolphins are good. Patriots, I don't think they stand much of a chance. They're trying to make Mac Jones look good. I don't know if he's going to make it through the end of the year as a starter. They got a lot of concerns. Belichick might be getting ready to leave. I, I got them 6-11, and 7-10 and range. I think this is his last year or it's next year. It's either this year or next year. Really? And I think they, hand, they have no they momentum hand, right now. Hand the reins off to Bill O'Brien. I think that's why he was brought in. Not only, obviously, for the offense, because last year they had who? Matt Patricia running that. It was kind of just a shit uh, show. It was, uh, and Joe Judge. <laughs> and Joe Judge. Uh-huh. And Dude, I, Joe Judge, I who did Joe not have a good relationship. <laughs> who did not have a good relationship, it seemed, with Mac Jones. I don't know why they were making him run the quarterbacks when he has yeah. zero offensive experience in his coaching tenure. So, with the exception of he was... So he was the special teams coordinator for the Pats before the Giants slashed the wide receivers coach the last couple of years. That's like literally the only experience that he had. And then Belichick is just trusting him to run his quarterbacks. But mm-hmm. I think that's over. <laughs> All right, we could uh, we could jump to the AFC West. I think this will be a quick one. Um, for me, I got the Chiefs winning again. Um, I have them going 12-5. and five. I actually don't have any teams going 13-4 and four or above this year. Um, I think everything's somewhat evened out. Uh, plus, Travis Kelsey's getting up in age. Obviously, we just saw the report that came out today where it was, you know, he's having knee issues and everything looks fine, but he's still a question mark for Thursday. So age might catch up to him, hopefully not. But I have the Chiefs coming in first, 12-5, uh, and five, and then I have Chargers second. I think this is a prove-it year for Coach Staley. I mean, I probably would have got rid of him after last year, personally. I think a lot of people would have. Um, but they, I think their team is pretty stacked and just underperformed pretty pretty terribly last year. Um, Broncos, surprisingly enough, are going to come back and teeter that 500 line. I have them going 8-9. and nine. Um, And then the Raiders, I think, I think they're going to have a ton of problems this year. I have them going 5-12. and 12. Kyle, I agree with a lot of that. Chiefs are going to win it easy. I also had him sitting around 12-5, and five, but I'm a little higher on the Broncos than you. Okay. I think the Broncos are going to make a lot of noise this year. Their roster's loaded. So I don't know. The scheme was bad last year. Slow start for Russell Wilson. I think they're going to make a lot of noise. I get them in the charges really fighting for that second spot. I don't know who I like more. I have them both right around 10-7. and seven. It's probably going to come down to head-to-head between those two. The play a little bit similar. I think Broncos obviously have a better defense, or they should have a better defense. Um, and then Raiders, I agree. I think that's going to be a mess. They're going to be in a position to probably draft a quarterback. I don't know if Aiden O'Connell's going to end up playing some this year or what. I could see Devontae starting to sit out a little bit. I think that team's going to be a disaster this year. Yeah, I think, listen, Chiefs I think, obviously, Chiefs won, but I think Chiefs sort of get past that 12-win threshold. I, fin- I feel like they finished 13-4 and four or 14-3. and three. I think that roster is too dominant. I understand Kelsey's getting up there in age. I understand he's questionable for Thursday. 
I'm high on Kadarius Tony. Always have been. Always Ooh. will be. Um, yeah, I, I think agree. as long as they just get Kadarius, if, if Kadarius can stay healthy and he gets off social media and stops, you know, whining about Giants fans and the and the fan base and so going funny. on Twitter and and talking, it's just like, just. You know, if they can get him to focus on football, stay healthy, I think he has the makings of a legitimate wide receiver one in this league. Both in the both in the NFL, both in fantasy and everything. Like, I think he has too many. He has too much talent not to be. Um, Broncos, I, I have number two. I feel like I I feel like the Broncos, they could bounce back this year, but they have to because number one, if you're giving up. I, and by the way, I think the Broncos are like a ten and seven number two. They squeak in as a wild card team in that division. I think with if you're going to pay a quarterback that kind of money and give up all those picks, you have to absolutely make the playoffs. On top of that, if you're giving up also a first round pick for your head coach, you absolutely there cannot be any more excuses. There's none. They didn't have any more. They didn't have any excuses last year. They certainly don't have any this year. That team needs to be a ten and seven playoff team, and I think if there's a coach, if there's a if, out of all the coaches that can do it, Sean Payton is certainly one of them. Um, I think you know. I think it's a great situation for Payton. I don't think in New Orleans he really wanted to develop a quarterback. He was past that sort of, you know, ten, he's past that sort of era in his coaching career. He's had success before. He's won a Super Bowl. He doesn't want to develop a young quarterback in New Orleans. Pair him with an experienced quarterback in Russell Wilson, who obviously had the worst year of his life last year, but it's still Russell Wilson. He still has the experience and the talent, at least we think. Um, so I have the Broncos number two. Chargers, I would not, I wouldn't have even let Brandon Staley back home after that playoff loss last year. <laughs> with all the talent that team has, and now they have a two hundred fifty dollar, two hundred fifty million dollar quarterback. I wouldn't have even brought him back this year. But you know. They have a new offensive coordinator in Kellen Moore. Let's see how that works out. I think that I think they miss it again, and Staley is absolutely out this year. I'm not huge on Justin Herbert. I'm just I don't know what it is. I think there I think he's good. I think there's a major gap between him and Mahomes, and it's not close. And obviously, there's a gap between a lot of quarterbacks and Mahomes. But the fact that it's that big between Justin Herbert and Mahomes is going to be an issue in that division. And it's going to be an issue with those two big games that those teams play against each other. So I, I could see the Chargers cropping out at eight and nine. Raiders, I have no faith in. I have no faith in Jimmy G. I think Devontae's going to want out. I think Devontae's a Jet this year at some point um, before Ooh, the trade there deadline. There you go, Ryan. Yeah, how are we um, talking? Get my hopes think, up, bro. Come yeah, on, I think. I, if there, I mean, if there's a team that Devontae can go to, it's probably the Jets. I mean, I know we have the the Giants are in the mix as well with Mike Evans. They need to receive, but the Jets are Super Bowl contenders this year. Legitimately, the Giants are not. So I think if there's any team Devontae could go to, it's the Jets. But Raiders, I see nothing. I, I don't. I don't believe in Josh McDaniels. Never did. That's why he never got a head coaching job for ten years. Um, so yeah, I think I think the Raiders are like a five and twelve team at best. All right, I like it. Um, AFC South. I'm going Jaguars. Uh, coming first, uh, eleven and six. I'm taking them at the Titans nine and eight. This division just gets worse and worse. Um, Texans six and eleven. Colts five and twelve. I don't expect much from C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson this year. I feel like Anthony Richardson is just in a terrible position with just a GM who just goes off. Um, and you know, I, Jonathan Taylor sitting out doesn't help him for the first four games. 
Um, C.J. Stroud, I think, needs to develop a little bit more. Um, I, I just I don't see these teams getting above six wins this year. I think they're going to have a tough time in the NFL starting out. Um, and I think this is just a one division uh, or one team. One team from this division gets to the playoffs. I don't think the Titans make it. I think they fall short. Um, and I think the, Jag- the Jaguars pretty much handle it easily. Yeah, this division is awful. It's three rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, Richardson, I think, needs some time, especially with the Colts. I don't think they're ready to compete yet. Stroud, I, I think Stroud's ready. I mean, he seems to yeah. do very well in practice. His receivers are fine, nothing great, but his offensive line's pathetic. It, watching those preseason games, it was hard to watch. Yeah. I mean, he had no time, and he's not the quarterback you want to have no time. Mm-hmm. He's not made to run around like Fields or Richardson. He's a pocket passer. If they get him an O-line, he can make it happen. But this year, we're going to be hoping he doesn't get hurt. Panthers, I don't know. Or Sorry, I'm jump, jumping ahead to other rookies. But I agree with you. I think this is going to be one team makes the playoffs. It's going to be the Jags and that's probably about as far as they'll get his first round of the playoffs. I say it. Dude, Bryce Young yeah. had time in the pocket in the preseason. I don't know if you stand, like, saw him standing straight up in the pocket. Like, he looked really good in the pocket versus C.J. Stroud, who was just kind of, like, getting rid of the ball fast and just pressure coming everywhere. Just trying not to get hurt. Yeah. Dude, the yeah. Panthers, yeah, we'll talk about them soon. They, they're they sneaky. They, they could win some games this year, I think. All right, Ryan, what do you got? Coach, yeah. No, I like their head coach, and that brings me to the next, to this point. I think Colts are definitely, so I'll just go from bottom to the bottom to the top because I want to bring up Frank Reich. Colts should have never fired Frank Reich. Like, I think the Panthers got a great head coach, and I think the Colts firing Frank Reich, they should have fired Chris Ballard instead. Like, at this GM, you know, finally they have a good quarterback, or at least we think finally they have what could be a long-term franchise quarterback after the last couple of years post-Andrew Luck retirement. That was obviously, you know, Jacoby Brissett one year, and then yeah. Philip yeah, Rivers right. in his last year, and then Matt Ryan, and it's these aren't sustainable plans. At least it seems now they're on the path to a sustainable plan. But the other day, I mean, Chris Ballard in the press conference said that Andrew Luck didn't need a running back to thrive. It's like, well, if he had one that could pass block, he might still be playing and didn't retire after eight years. So I just don't know. I like Anthony Richardson. I don't know if – I don't know about the head coach, Shane Steichen. I don't really know that organization's plan or Chris Ballard's plan. I think they should have never fired Frank Wright. I think Frank Wright with Anthony Richardson would have been a lot better than the situation that they're in right now. So I think that's a surefire last-place team. Texans number three. D'Amico Ryans, I think, could be a great coach. I think he's someone that can connect with the locker room. Um, We'll see how Stroud works out. Titans, you know, the Titans are the Titans. I mean, it's always been a decent roster the last couple of years. I think they were an extremely quiet number one seed two years ago. Yeah. Um, You know, no one, not that no one had them making the playoffs, but... Yeah, I mean, they competed toward the end. They got the number one seed, but no one really had them as their pick for the Super Bowl. You know, it's just not that type of – because of the quarterback. Because And Ryan Tannehill's another year older. Doesn't seem like they have a, a, have much of a clear-cut idea of what they want to do at quarterback in the future because now they have Malik Willis and the kid they dra- – who was the kid from – I'm blanking on his name. Kentucky, Will Levis. Uh, Will, Levis. Will Levis, excuse me. Yeah, K- Kentucky. Will Levis. Now they have those three guys in the roster. I mean – 
I guess the more quarterbacks, the more options, the better, but it just doesn't seem like they have a clear-cut idea of what they want their future to look like at that position. Jags will run away with the division by at least four games. Like, I, I'm with you. I think the Jags, I, I think, you know, I think Doug Peterson's a great coach. Another coach I don't think that should have gotten fired. Obviously, it worked out for Philly because they, they went back to the Super Bowl with um, Sirianni, but I think Doug Peterson's a great coach. I think Trevor Lawrence is only on the up and up, can only get better. Calvin Ridley is going to be a top 10 receiver in my head, honestly. Um, come back player think. of the year. Come, come back, yeah, coming back from the gambling no. suspension. Yeah, you don't win comeback player of the year off a suspension. You you win comeback off an injury. Well, like, I don't think he can win that. I remember the NFL tweeted uh, in his like first game. Or no, what was it? It wasn't Calvin Ridley. Oh, when DeAndre Hopkins got suspended, the NFL like tweeted out a video like, "Oh, he's back," and I'm like, "You suspended him." Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like you're, yeah. The one that, you're the one that told him to stay home. Um, I yeah, I think. Calvin Ridley on that team, and I'm pretty big on Evan Ingram. I know he didn't work out with the Giants, but I think Doug Peterson really utilizes him a lot better than Jason Garrett ever did with the Giants. So that's a good roster. I think the Jags win that division by at least four games. But winning, I I say the same thing. They'll win it easy, but I still think they're 9 or 10 win team. Like, I I don't think Mm -hmm. they look great relative to the rest of the AFC. I think they look good just compared to that division. Yeah. I still think they have a few missing pieces. Totally. That the, I mean, it's it's only last year they had the number one overall pick. It's not like the last couple of years, you know. Well, yeah, so it's, 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 it's years. Yeah, like it's not that far off from the Jaguars being like, I don't need to bring up Urban, but like laughing right, stock, right. clear cut laughing stock of the league. Like, disaster. Yeah, I think being in that division definitely helps them, and it's gonna it, it works wonders for their playoff chances, but. Maybe there, maybe that's a division winner that gets bounced in the wild card round. I think it might be. So, and what we'll were see. the Jags last year? They were like they looked bad, and then they got so hot got at the hot. end of the year. Mm-hmm. So they have a ton of momentum right now. But there was a point when they were like a four and eight team. Like they looked not very good, and then they got really hot. Yeah, well, they had a couple easy games at the end of the year. I remember it wasn't that the Zach Wilson benching game on Thursday night. Uh, in the rain, that was when it was, yeah. That was when it was all Bro, over the for booze, Zach. Frank, the booze they, was so tough, man. Oh yeah, they God. had, they. I mean, they lost, I'm just looking now, they lost to Washington week one. Yeah, they lost a couple of, they lost a bunch of games early in the year. They're they're like two and five at one point. Lost to the Giants, Colts, Texans, yeah, Broncos. I mean, yeah, they got hot at the right time, but yeah, I don't know if they're a deep playoff team. Yeah. So, Ryan, I think got, they can be in a couple of years, but not so this year. Totally. What, what's your order again, Ryan? I got uh, Jags, Titans, Texans, Colts. Yes, yeah, sorry, okay. I went backwards. Okay. No, no, no. Just no. You're good. I just wanted to. Uh, just wanted to double check. I had um, the same thing. Um, all right, let's go with the uh, NFC North. Let's go with uh, Kyle's division. Kyle, you want to kick off the NFC North? Of course I do. The Bears are winning it this year, and I'm not saying that as like a cocky Bears fan, like just just supporting my team. I really think they could. They played so many one-score games last year that I think they tried to lose. I, I don't think they cared about winning last year. Now they got two new guys starting on the offensive line. Assuming Nate Davis is healthy, I think he's going to be healthy. They got a great new receiver in DJ Moore. It looks like Mooney and Claypool should be healthy. Um I thought the draft went well, and then two stud linebackers. I mean, Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards, like, their run defense is where they were terrible. They put their 
top picks in the draft on the interior D line, Yannick Ngaku on the edge, and two great linebackers. The DBs were never a problem. Their DBs are actually really solid. Um, I, again, not saying it just because I'm a Bears fan. I really think they could go win this division this year. Okay. Behind them, I do think it's the Lions. They're the team. Lions are the other team that everyone thinks is going to walk their way to first place in the division. I don't know. I've seen the Lions suck for too long to say that they're ever going to walk their way to a first place in the division. Jared Goff's not a superstar. He's going to kind of rely on his other guys to make plays. And I don't know. They, they need things to go right. I hated their draft picks. Would they take a, I, I actually like Jameer Gibbs, but a running back and a linebacker as your two first-round draft picks was so weird to me. The Lions are going to be good. They're probably going to win at least 10 games, but I, I think the Bears are going to edge them out, whether it be a tiebreaker, beating them by a game, something like that. Vikings, I think, take a step back. They did nothing this offseason to get better. They only got worse. I'd be surprised to see that. They're, they're going to be fighting to stay above 500. I see them right around eight wins. And the Packers, good defense, but that's about all I have to say about the Packers. The receivers are nothing special. I don't think Jordan Love, I mean, he's been sitting behind Rodgers all these years, but I don't think he's going to come make any noise. I think they're going to be six or seven win type team. Okay. Ryan, what do you got? Yeah, I got Vikings winning it again. I think, I don't know, something about how well they did last year. I know they were bouncing the first round, but, you know, that – would they start off, like, 9-1 and one last year? 9-1, and one, they, yeah, right. Yeah, like, it was, like, you know, I think with – I love their head coach. I think Kirk Cousins is a good – to a, is an average to above average starting quarterback. It's like Clockworth with Kevin Kirk, with Kirk Cousins every single year because he'll be good enough to get them to the playoffs where they don't have a draft pick to get the next guy. So they re-sign him to a one-year extension worth like thirty-three million, fully guaranteed, and then it go. It, it's like a cycle every single year. I think just because I'm not high in the Lions, which everyone seems to be. There's so many people that seem to be high in the Lions and think that they're a legitimate Super Bowl contender. I don't see it. Jared Goff's still their quarterback. I don't know how much longer Jared Goff is their quarterback. Their draft picks, as you said, Kyle, I mean, just not the two positions to prioritize in the first round and early in the first round, like top 10, right? It was, I think, Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, Gibbs Gibbs was top 10. And then that linebacker out of Iowa, it was like around the 20. Jack Campbell, yeah. Yeah, Jack Jack Campbell Campbell was a second rounder. Like when the draft was going on, like I just don't see what exactly the Lions did to propel them from what was a non-playoff team, which is what it was. Like everyone thinks that this was a this is one of the better teams in the NFC, which I mean maybe they were one of the hotter teams in the NFC, but I still don't love their roster. I think they sneaked their way to about nine wins, but they're a second place team in my mind, which is going to get them to the playoffs in that division, in that conference, because the right. drop off in talent is just so significant from the AFC to NFC. Um, so yeah, I got Vikings first place. I think at about ten wins, Lions I could see coming in second and nine wins. Uh, I got the Bears at three. I think the Bears are making progress. I don't know if it's there yet. I don't know if a playoff contention team is there yet. I could see them winning seven games. I don't think they're going to be as bad as they've been the last couple of years, and I don't. Th- and I think Justin Fields is going to be a lot better than he's been. Um, I think he's going to take that three-year leap. But you know, I think they have two tough division opponents in the Lions and Vikings. And I know I'm not as high on the liking, as high on the Lions as everyone else seems to be. But I think the Lions just have a bit better of a roster. 
Packers, I don't see. I don't love Jordan Love. Um, I don't really see it with him. Malifleur is a good coach, but, you know, didn't make the playoffs last year with Aaron Rodgers is all I can really say. You know, yeah. we, have a, we have a team in the Jets that thinks that they could get past that threshold to be Super Bowl contenders with Aaron Rodgers, and Matt LaFleur didn't even make the postseason with him last year. I understand there are other issues, glaring issues on that roster, as there have been the last couple of years with Green Bay. But I think Green Bay takes a step back. I think they really see the effects of not having Rodgers on that team. Uh, Jordan Love, I, he, could he be good? Maybe. We haven't really seen him play. He's played, what, one game in the last three years, and that was because Aaron you know, didn't get vaccinated and he had to sit out <laughs> what one or two games two years ago it was. So we haven't seen much from Jordan Love at all. So I, I yeah. there's a big risk there at what the what is the biggest position in the game. So I, I think they're last. So I'll go with the uh, the general consensus and say that the Lions win the division. Um, I think it's simple. It comes down to the offensive line. I think they have the best offensive line in the division. Um, I think they draft a running back because they know they could run the ball and get the ball out of Jared Goff's hands as fast as possible. I think you stick with that. I think everybody else in the division isn't great. I think the Vikings take a step back. They, I think they they won nine one-score games last year. Um, so I, I mean, I just probability is going to say that you know that's going to cut down. I have them going nine and eight. Um, of the Lions going ten and seven. I have the Packers coming in at number three at 7 and 10 and I have the uh, I'm sorry the Bears at number 3 at 7 and 10 I have the Packers going 6 and 11 Um, Aaron Rodgers last year to your point that was a new offense in that system Nathaniel Hackett was gone and he was I I think they won a game scored like 30 points and he was talking about how he hated every single play call like he just he was not invested in that team Um, you take that for what it's worth it's not the best analysis I could give but I don't think um I think the comfortability of Rodgers, you know, he, he kind of needs like a certain, you know, structure around him um, to want to succeed other than just succeeding. Um, so, I mean, I, th- I think Jordan Love, I, I'm, yeah, the, the jury's still out on him. I, I don't see, I don't see a lot from the Packers this year. Um, yeah, I think, I think the Lions take it. And I, again, I think it's just a, a one, um, a one team into the playoff division. I don't see much coming out of this division personally. Um, and I think the Lions are one of the, I would say the top, one of the top four teams in the NFC personally. I'd put them with the, the Eagles, the Niners, the Cowboys, and the Lions. Those are the four teams I think are going to end up in the, um, what are the conference semis. Um, yeah, I don't have high hopes for the, uh, for that division this year. The Lions, they have a lot of unproven. They, they have. Do. A rookie running back. They have St. Brown at wide receiver, who's proven. But rookie tight end Jameson out of Iowa, Williams. Jamison Williams, I'm is proven. is what? He, yeah, he, he got suspended, injured. Like, we haven't seen anything. I don't know if we've seen more than 10 catches out of Jamison Williams. Like, he's done nothing so far. And Jared Goff's going to just rely on Jameer Gibbs to get it done. Again, yes. I think they could be good. Their offensive line is good. But I don't know if that's enough to put them up there with the 49ers, Eagles, and Cowboys. I think I, they're for I, sure a tier below them. Well, they might be a tier below them, but it's going to come down to four final teams. And those four final teams, you know, they might not be equally talented on both sides of the ball, but I think the Lions, 
you know, versus who else? The Saints are going to come out? I think the Seahawks are better than the Lions, to be honest. Okay. I do, too, but I'm not high on them either. The thing about the Lions is, like, I can't use the momentum from last season argument because, like, what momentum? It's like their last game was eight months ago. This is a completely – every team is different from last year. There's new faces. I mean, their leading touchdown scorer is gone from last year in Jamal Williams. So it's like, you know, it's – yeah, they do it. They did have momentum at the end of last year. They were probably the hottest team, arguably, in the league at the end of last regular season. But, you know, that last game, that last regular season game where they knocked Rodgers out of playoff contention with his last game with the Packers, that was eight months ago. So it, it, a lot's happened. Uh, there's new faces. There's old faces, both in the coaching staff. And, the, and, you know, it's I don't want to use so much of the momentum from last year argument because I just don't know if it really exists as much as people think. Yeah. They started off both years of the Dan Campbell era, I think, losing games. And I think they've bounced back, like, both years and, like, have really? found their rhythm along the road. Um, they were 1-6 last year. Like, everyone yeah. was kind of – everyone was hype on them. Like, they, they had yeah. – you know, they were on hard knocks last year. And, you know, everyone loves Dan Campbell, the kneecap stuff or whatever. And then, like, they were 1-6. It's like we've seen this before yeah. with this same exact organization so yeah. many times. Dude, the so, Lions and the Browns. They oh like they have good rosters and I watch those fans get so excited every off season and then get let down. Yeah, yeah. Those it's two like poor the, fan bases. It's like the it's Giants like the fan base oh, every year with like the. No, it's, it's like the it's Bears, like the, Giants. the Giants, the Jets, all of us, dude. They <laughs> live for the draft. They live <laughs> yeah. for draft day. It's like draft yeah. day is like the most exciting day of the year when it's like their team for once is the spotlight. <laughs> and like, it's and, nice, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's you know, the, the best time of the year if you're a fan of those teams, honestly. Right, one, Ryan, one piece away. Ryan, yeah. we got the, uh, the NFC East. Who you got in the division? Mm. Well... Eagles are my pick to win it all. So, Eagles are. I think Eagles finish at thirteen and four. I think that team. Okay. You, when it comes to the contenders in that conference, I think what separates the Eagles and 49ers is that the Eagles don't just have to fully rely on their coach. They can rely on their quarterback, who is probably is looking like he could be an MVP candidate. Mm-hmm. A team like San Francisco, I don't, can't rely on their quarterback fully. I mean, we, I think we all know that with Brock Purdy. So I think the Eagles are the best team in the conference. I have them winning the NFC East by a couple games. I think they're 13-4. and four. Cowboys I could see coming in at number two as a 9 or 10 win team. I don't know the future of Dak. I don't know if they're just picking up Trey Lance to sort of motivate him to play better, to sort of light that fire in him that says, hey, there's a, comp- there's a competent backup behind you that isn't just Cooper Rush. Um, I, I obviously that roster has talent, but what do you know with Mike McCarthy when it comes to the playoffs or any late season much needed victories? So I, yeah. I I think Cowboys, as usual, could could squeak out nine or ten wins, but they're a number two seed in that division. And honestly, I think that gets you the playoffs because I, I I don't think the NFC South is strong at all. As I said, I don't think yeah. I think the NFC North is kind of overrated. NFC West, who knows? But yeah, I think Cowboys could sweep in with eight or, uh, with nine or ten wins. Giants, I have in third. I actually have the Giants taking a step back this year. I think they're eight and nine, and they missed the playoffs. The big Giants year is twenty twenty four because they'll have a lot more cap space. 
You'll be getting rid of a couple contracts that are expensive. Adoree Jackson's contract and Leonard Williams' contract are both expensive. Leonard Williams has the third highest cap hit, I believe, in the NFL among all players. At least he did at one point uh, earlier in the offseason. I forget what the, you know, the contract signed where he stands now. Giants, I think, in 2024 is the year to look at. I think with their schedule, and their schedule is brutal, especially early in the year, um, they take a step back and they're about 8-9. I think Brian Dable is a good enough coach to get them 8 or 9 wins, but I just the schedule is just too difficult. And the Commanders, I, don't, I never know with the Commanders every single year. I mean, is, is Ron Rivera a good coach? Probably. Is he going to be there at the end, after this season? Probably not. If they don't, unless they somehow rattle off nine, ten wins and make the playoffs, is Sam Howell a competent quarterback? I mean, he ruined the Ravens' meaningless preseason streak that everyone talked about. But uh, has what else has he done in the league since? You know, what else has he done in the league since he's been drafted? So, I still don't know if he's the long. I don't think he's the long-term future for the Commanders. Uh, I think he's probably the answer for this year. If he's not the answer, I know Jacoby Brissett is also on that roster and could start a few games if need be, as he's done multiple teams in the league in his career. But I just don't see – I don't think there's enough talent, and I don't think they have a good enough coaching staff on that roster, on that team. So, Commanders, I could see a decent last-place team, 7-10, and 10, which is probably what – which is sort of the Commanders' identity every single year. It's not like yeah. the Commanders are 4-13 and 13 every single year. They'll rattle off six or seven wins. They'll be in the conversation for the wild card in that conference, but ultimately they're not, they're not stacking up with Philly or Dallas. I have uh, I have pretty much the same order as you, exactly the same. I have the Eagles going eleven and six. I think they pick up right where they left off. Uh, I have the Cowboys going ten and seven. Um, the Cowboys and the Bills are kind of like the the James Hardens of the leagues, where they just play excellent throughout throughout the regular season, and then playoffs come and it's like ah, right Here down. Here we go again. So. Yeah. Uh, the Cowboys ten and seven. The Giants I have coming in at third at eight and nine. I think fighting for a wild card spot. And I think the Commanders go five and twelve. And you know, they're looking at a quarterback next year. So we'll see. Um, I think I think it's pretty locked up though for the Eagles to win that. And I think they're going back to the NFC Championship. Yeah, I don't know. I'm higher on the Cowboys than you guys. Okay. I think the Cowboys are loaded. I don't know. Their three receivers are all. Very solid receivers. Pollard's been trending up every year, it seems. Um, I don't know. I'm high on the Cowboys. I think they make a lot of noise. I cannot decide if I think... Like, the, the Eagles are so complete and proven. I do have to put the Eagles number one, but I think the Cowboys are right there. I think they split their games against each other this year, and they're fighting for the top. I unfortunately agree. I don't think the Giants have what it takes to compete in that division. I think they're a solid third, probably going to miss the playoffs again unless that division could send three teams. Um, and the Commanders are going to do what the Commanders do. They're, they're going to win about seven games and not be in a position to draft a good quarterback. It's what they always do. They play a lot of close games. They win games they shouldn't. They lose games they should win. And they, they end up with a not great draft pick, and they're going to do it again next year. Honestly, with this past weekend's college games, I think there might be more quarterbacks in next in next year's draft than we think. So maybe maybe the Commanders might be able to land yeah. someone at, at seven wins. Yeah, 
Honestly. Dude, 2024 is a loaded draft class. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of good edge rushers, a lot of good tackles, a lot of good quarterbacks, a lot of good receivers. Like, this is a nasty draft class. This is probably the best draft class since, like, the pre-COVID draft rules with, like, you know, obviously for two years straight there were no, you know, there was no combine one year, and then there was no, I think there were restrictions on it, pro days and stuff like that. This should yeah. be probably the deepest class since the pre-COVID draft days. Dude, which I there, think is there's guys, exciting. some mock drafts will have guys going top four, and they'll be not in the top 20 in other drafts because there's so It's just like there's edge rushers that could go top five. They could fall to the end of the first round. There's tackles. that could go, Like, it's loaded. Yeah. And it's real quick on the draft, how the Eagles got Jalen Carter and how good he's looked in preseason, everyone's shaking their head at. Crazy. So that's what that's another thing that's going to make the Eagles even scarier this year is if he plays like like a Pro Bowler, I don't know how the Eagles could lose. Well, Jalen Carter was probably arguably the best defensive player in the draft before. Is mocked at number one for a while. Yeah. Before obviously the car accident and that situation and. Showing yeah, up fat so, to his pro day and yeah, all that. Like, and, th- and then he gets to preseason and he's tearing guys apart. And it's like, yeah, yeah so, how do we I not mean, see I, this I, coming? I, yeah, I think, I mean, they have, a, they have a ton of Georgia guys too on that roster. Yeah, they drafted, it's, it's, I think, yeah. three Georgia guys this year. Yeah, they have, and the guy from last year, right? They have um, Kobe Dean. Oh, that other big Kobe interior. Dean. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Nolan Smith, right? Or, um, Nolan Smith, they got end of end of this year or end yeah, of the first round mm-hmm. this year. Yep. This, Who's that yeah. big guy? He's like a three hundred fifty pounder interior D line. Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Year, yeah. Jordan Davis. And he didn't play too much, guy. but I mean, he's, yeah, he's got to this though. year. I think. <laughs> he's he's like, I mean, he's like incredible size for that position. So. I yeah, mean, dude, the Eagles roster is so complete, and I feel like they're they're still poised with cap space and draft picks going forward. It doesn't make any sense. The like, what a well-run gap, team. The talent, oh, my God, Howie Roseman is incredible. The talent gap between the Giants and them is not even close. Like, yeah. I think, think we pretty much saw that in the playoffs, but, you know, just even after the offseason, it's – I think the Cowboys even have ways to go before – just because I'm so high And they're first. loaded. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's another – that like I said before with the Dolphins, the Cowboys are another team that so many people seem to be pretty high on despite what people think about Dak. You go to power rankings, Cowboys are in probably top seven, six teams in these power rankings, like, every single right. time. Like, so, you know, I guess that should tell us something, but I don't know. That should, that's an interesting division. All I know is that the Giants are, are under 500, and some fans may be disappointed at that, but that's just how it is. Um, all right, we could jump to the um, NFC West. Uh, I think this is a pretty straightforward division. Um, 49ers going 12-5. and five. I think they pick up again where they left off. They're going to be one of the top teams in the in the conference. Um, I have them and the Eagles going to the NFC Championship again. Uh, I know it's super boring. Seahawks I have coming in at nine and eight. Um, I th- I love their receiving core. I think they're stacked. Um, Rams seven and ten. I think they're going downhill because that Aaron Donald contract. They might try to you know dish him. Uh, then the Cardinals I have tanking for Caleb Williams. Williams, Caleb Williams at two and fifteen. So I mean I don't expect anything. They might even go two and fifteen. Jeez, um, I just don't see it. I'm I'm buying the Cardinals dog water train. Um, I just don't see it. I I think they're they're heading in the wrong direction fast, and I think they're okay with it. I think this is just a put this one on the coach, draft Caleb Williams, and bring someone in 
that can develop him. I think that's the that's the best path for them to success. Do you guys see the fire in your gut pump up speech? I saw that like so. <laughs> Dude, Schefter I couldn't even watch it. I couldn't even watch it. The players are all like. Had, so really? Schefter had tweeted that out, and like so, I saw it from Nat, not just from other people's reactions. And I watched it. I was like, did I miss something here? Like, I'm like why did he ask like how they got to the facility? Who which took had the like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which Raise had your hand. like, raise your hand. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? Which had nothing, it ended up having nothing to do. No. I thought he was going to like bring that back at the end and like tie it all together. No, it was just like the worst. Um, yeah. I, I, poor Jonathan Gannon. I think he's gone after one. I think it's a one and done. I and think he's, he's a scapegoat. They're, they're doing mm-hmm. it on purpose. Yeah. I think it's a full one and done. Uh, after this year, kind of like what you saw with the Texans the last couple of years with Lovey Smith yep. um, getting rid of him and then drafting the quarter, getting a new coach, new quarterback, same offseason. I don't think it's Gannon's fault or it's going to be. That team is in full tank mode. And they're a perfect position to tank. Kyler Murray's not coming back for a while. So it's not like they're going to be, you know, trapped into actually winning some games with him. I'm not sure. I don't right. think they're competing at all with. Joshua Dobbs or whoever they decide to start week one because I know that they're keeping it in the dark right now to maintain whatever competitive advantage that they're going to have this year. Right. Um, yeah. That's, I'm with you, Tav. That team sucks. Yeah. They, that team actually has no talent. They say they're going to bring Kyler back at some point this year. I don't think they do. And they I think Kyler's gone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, but can you? They're paying you know... He's what top three? What's his contract numbers? It's got to be top five in the league, right? That's even after, be. even after Justin Herbert's they, extension. Yeah, they were trying to get him to the Falcons in the off season. At least that's what the chatter was, but it never uh, came to fruition. I, I don't know what the numbers are. Could see that. I could see that working with the Falcons. Maybe, but yeah, if Kyler. Don't I don't know. After watching that QB show with Kirk Cousins and Patrick Mahomes going through all their plays. That made me worry about, like, Kyler Murray, I was actually relatively high on. Like, I thought he could be a franchise guy. But thinking about all his big plays, it really is out of scramble mode and not him, like, commanding drives. I don't know. Cardinals are going to be terrible. Yeah. And I I could see him kind of getting out. I'm surprised they paid him so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's just they pay a guy that much, and there's a homework clause in his contract that says – Four independent study hours, which, by the way, no one no one talks about how that's really not that much. Like it's just like yeah. an, an hour yeah. Monday to Thursday, like right. literally. But even the fact that it was even in there is like just so ridiculous. Like I've never, no one's ever seen that before. Why would it you shows he's not bought in. Like he's yeah. definitely not bought in. If they have to the, tell him he's got to learn the playbook and yeah. Like, it doesn't matter, like, you know, it's only, like, four hours per week we're in the... But just the fact that that clause is even in there to begin with is just, like, such a red... Like, the Chiefs are... There's no shot the Chiefs even think about having to give that to Patrick Mahomes. Even right. the Giants... Even, like, guys... Even, you know, guys who aren't up there with the elite quarterbacks like Daniel Jones. Like, it's... They don't... No one. Teams don't no have one. to worry... Yeah. yeah. Like, that is just such a red flag. So, I don't know. That, that team... To go along with what we're doing, Cardinals are last, Seahawks three. I'll get into that in a little. Rams Ooh. two, 49ers oh, one. As long as Stafford stays healthy, I'm kind of high on Stafford a little bit. Not, I don't think he's going to be. That's not a Super Bowl team by any means. I don't even think it's a playoff team. Yeah. 
but uh, I think they have a good enough coach. I don't think he's going anywhere unless it's the TV. Um, so That's a good point. I, I don't. Yeah, I, I 49ers are like a. Yeah, if he's like, you know, if they because they interviewed him, I think to be. I think they interviewed him for Brady's job for Fox, like last I think, year. I think. Yeah, I think he was using that as leverage to get a higher payday. Just, just for like the short term. <laughs> probably, and that makes smart, a lot of dude. sense. All these guys and, are so smart. Yeah, probably. I mean, that makes sense, and I think he did He did get that payday that offseason. The Aaron Donald yeah, retirement letter gets fucking tons of money. Like I can't believe, after. first of all, he came back, like, he's coming back this year, like, so nonchalantly, I feel like. Like, he was, he was basically out the door last year. Had his retirement letter handed in, and they had to tell him no, basically. And then this year, after they were terrible this past year, like it doesn't even seem like there's much of a thought to him leaving the game. So it's just I don't okay. know. Unless they can trade him, I think that I think he still puts that defense on his back, and I think Sean McVay still a good coach. So that's probably in my mind a nine-win second-place team, uh, which could squeak them in. We'll have to see how the other divisions do, but. Seahawks. Wait, so really you're low on the Seahawks? What's up with that? I'm kind of low on the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm kind of because I, listen, great for Geno that he had his best season of his life last year. Somehow, after ten years of being in the league, and he gets his contract, albeit not like the other quarterback contracts that we see. But you know, who knows if he can remain consistent at that level with a head coach that's not an offensive-minded head coach. Um, so, I just don't know if Geno Smith has it in him to play at that level again. No, let's not forget, let's not forget it's Geno Smith. It's the guy who has been a backup for various teams throughout his career. Um, was Eli's backup when the streak got ruined. I mean, I'm pretty sure, you know, all Jeff fans at this point understand and know that we had a front row seat to see that he was not the answer in New York. Um, so yeah. it's just one of those quarterbacks. Like, yeah, he had a great year last year. Can he remain consistent? No idea. So I think that's a big issue. And if I, I think that could hurt them, and especially when you're facing a team that's led by Sean McVay, a team that's led by Kyle Shanahan twice a year, um, I, I think they take a step back. I think they're seven and ten. Maybe they get a quarterback next year in the draft. Who knows? As we said. There's enough quarterbacks to go around for teams that finish with seven wins, but I just don't. I just don't see Gino really getting to that level again for a second straight year. Yeah, I'm higher on the Seahawks. I don't know. I think yeah. they're young and their receivers are nasty. Like DK and Lockett are so proven at this point, and JSN in the slot. Like that draft could not have gone better for them. He was unreal in the slot in college. So. If he stays healthy, I know he's already had a hand injury, which bad start to a guy who had injury concern. But if he stays healthy, if Kenneth Walker comes back, Kenneth Walker too, he was an animal until he got hurt last year. Like, I don't know. They, Devin Witherspoon, if, if he could live up to that top five pick hype with Tariq Woolen, like they got a lot of good pieces. I don't see them falling behind the Rams at this point. I think they're I heading think it, in the right direction. I think it's definitely my – Probably one of my bigger takes is that the Seahawks end up with like seven wins. But I mean, I said the same thing last year. I, I thought that Russell was going to blow them out week one on his old field, and obviously Nathaniel Hackett blew it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. One of my bigger takes, I would say, Seahawks just not not what they were last year. Not not the playoff contender again. All, All right. right. 
Um, and we could finish off with the uh, NFC South. Um, I got the Saints coming in first, Dumpster ten and seven. Division. Um, yeah, no, it really is. Uh, this this division has the easiest schedule, strength of schedule, out of any division in the NFL, from what I've seen. Um, obviously, that's subject to change when the season starts. But um, I have one team going positive. That's the Saints, ten and seven. Falcons coming in second, seven and ten. Panthers six and eleven, and Bucks five and twelve. I was higher on Baker Mayfield, but I've I've seen enough. <laughs> That's probably one of my. Dude, worst I thought you I thought you were gonna. No, nah, dude, because you don't understand. You don't understand, dude. I was Come in. Back, yeah. I was in the. I was in the stadium when he planted the flag in the center of Ohio State's field. Like that, I still have oh, PTSD yeah. from that. So I just figured, you know what? This is. It'll translate to the NFL, but I mean, it's. He's more of a. He's got better success on commercials than he does on the field. Unfortunately, he won, um, when he won that game for the Rams last year. Though everyone's like, "Oh, that was sick." Maybe, yeah. maybe he's <laughs> back. Yeah, on a on a right. short week on a new team. That was awesome. That was that one of the was, funnest games to watch. That was one of the best scripted moments the NFL had last year. Right. Um, as good as that was for him, as it was almost just as bad as this past uh, training camp when the Bucks had the practice on the Giants' field. And so he's battling for a starting job with Kyle Trask on Daniel Jones's field four years after basically criticizing the Giants for drafting him. So, yeah. I don't know. I just, like, when I saw that, like, Baker Mayfield's practicing on the Giants field with Kyle Trask, I'm like, after Daniel Daniel Jones just signed his $160 million extension. Yeah. uh, With 82 guaranteed, let's not, like, blow the numbers away. It is just 82 mil guaranteed. But... Regardless, like all that money and Baker is, you know, probably and one him and Kyle Trask. From the videos that I saw, there's probably better ones, but him and Kyle Trask have looked awful so far. It's like the videos yeah. with, uh, it's like the videos with Tua, where you just see like the pass just like in the air, slow motion for 20 seconds, and it comes. Down yeah, and Tyree Kill just waiting for it, like he's returning a punt, ten, like, ten like yards 15 yards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No rushers, no corners. Still out running. Balls wobbling. Hashtag hashtag QB1 from the Dolphins' Twitter team. Like, unbelievable. Uh, But you said they posted a bad one. You think Bucks are last, last. though? Yeah, I do think they're last. And I I think their offensive line is just deteriorating. Um, Interesting. They have a a really good defense. um, Yeah, so that's why I have them come in number two. Yeah, no, I, I, I think... Listen, but like a like a like a like but like a seven win six yeah, win, number two. I mean, they because don't have I a think shot Saints at the are, no, because I think Saints are like nine and eight and win that division. Yeah, just because I think Derek Carr is far and away better than the other quarterbacks, but that's not and that's that's a testament to how poor the quarterback play could be in that division. Because I think the other three teams are having a pissing contest, honestly, around that five yeah. to seven win rate. I mean, I I just don't see well, maybe Panthers the Falcons are in full, show up, but. Panthers are in full rebuild with first-year head coach and rookie yeah. quarterback, which I think could work with those two. I like. I'm not exactly high on Bryce Young because I don't think he has great size. I don't. I, I. I was more of a Stroud fan in the draft than I was a Bryce Young fan, but I think Frank Reich's a great head coach. Um, so I think it works for them. It could in the future. I think this year they're a four-win team, five-win team, but I think they make some progress down the road. Uh, Falcons are, you know, I don't know what to make of the Falcons. They obviously don't have the quarterback. I think Jameer Gibbs is going to 
basically not Jameer Kibbs. Um, Bijan. Bijan is going to tear it up for them. Is going to be their main focal point of that offense, which obviously. When your running back is the main focal point of your offense, that's not exactly a winning offense in today's NFL for the most part. So with their quarterback situation, I just don't – I I think Falcons are another team. If, if the Cardinals are going to tank for the number one pick, I think their biggest competition for that might be Atlanta. Okay. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I think Atlanta's kind of trying to be Detroit. They're trying to build – they had a good run game last year, Algier – looked good last year so I think there's no way Bijan doesn't look good this year like any improvement is going to be a very solid run offense but yeah who they're throwing to Drake London who's trying to prove himself and then Kyle Pitts trying to prove himself defense doesn't look good Atlanta's going to be bad I don't know I, I can't decide I think all three of those teams are kind of fighting for last place in the division for draft pick reasons Saints they're probably the biggest lock to win their division right now. They're the non loser of the division. Basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're a nine yeah. and eight. Yeah. Make the playoffs. Right. Give your city something to talk about. But that's that was like that one it. year. Bounce. What was that one year with the Panthers and Cam Newton where every team was just like under 500 and they still made the playoffs because they won the division? Oh. Was that like five um, years ago? Well, last year with this, was it, what was Tampa last year? Because oh, yeah. Tampa, yeah, was, was, Tampa was like 8-9 last year, right? They were barely yeah. beating like the worst teams in their division. I got so annoyed last football season because like they made every Amazon game, every primetime game, like them, oh Green Bay, Denver, Vegas, and they all just sucked. And I'm like, do, I, do we have to watch Brady try to piece together wins with this team? Like, on, you know, the first, like, the... The first year of Amazon Prime football, and, like, it's just... That was tough, dude. The first yeah. week was was horrible streaming. Everything was laggy. It was horrible. And then every oh, other yeah. game from then on out was just the worst teams you could possibly think of well, playing. Oh, yeah. The next, they got the so next unlucky. Gen, the next-gen yeah. stream you got to do. Because I think they have, like, the different options you could pick. And then there's, like, oh, yeah. the next-gen stats stream or whatever. And it has, like, all the stats and all the metrics on, like, the side and the bottom. Oh, that's sick. Like, I didn't yeah, know that. Dude. This yeah, year is going to be, I think this year is going to be even better. Like, they're going to put a bunch of, like, play probabilities. They're going to, like, yeah, highlight players they think are going to run. Their, I don't know. It's, it's a bunch of different stats I saw. I think, I think it's going to be pretty good. You know what's interesting hey. is they have, like, alternative broadcasts now. Like, Dude Perfect. I think LeBron. LeBron, yeah. Dude, yeah, that, he had Jalen Ramsey Thursday night football or is that ESPN? What is that? That's Thursday night. Yeah. That's Thursday night? Oh. Yeah, it was like well, Lebr- it was funny. LeBron and was it Jalen Ramsey and Jalen? He's like, oh, I could be a receiver in the NFL. And Jalen Ramsey's like, nah, we've talked about it. There's no way. And like, <laughs> you're not even watching the game at that point. You're just yeah. watching these guys talk because yeah, they got all the worst polls. I'm out on the Manning cast though. I can't do it. No, even Kinda with Brady just, there. I don't think Brady's gonna be there. Is, you don't I think? think? That's a, I think that's a joke. Because Brady's really? got his Brady's got his thing with Fox. So he's a little gonna... wobbly, though, isn't it? Um, I don't know if it is. I don't think... The last I heard was that it's going to happen in 2024. It's going to be oh, the okay. first year of him doing it. And it's 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 a 10-year deal with, like... I think he's Jesus. getting, like, $38 million a year for them, from them. So I don't think he's going to do stuff for ESPN. But, like, 
I don't know the Manning the Manning cast. I love the two of them, but it, it kind of just jumped the shark for me. It was it 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 gets to the it, it gets They're very. So uh, it's so awkward, and I think they need to be they need to be together when they do it. They can't be yeah. like they have so many the, connection issues. I don't yeah, know how it happens yeah. every week. They have connection issues with a live game. You know who Peyton actually has working on it with him is Adam Gase. Adam Gase is his researcher. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So Adam Gase is working behind the scenes Doomed with from Peyton. The start. <laughs> with Peyton, like where Peyton is, because they're tight. Like that's who. Like I'm pretty sure Peyton is who recommended Adam Gase to the Jets, if I'm not mistaken, a couple years ago. Like obviously. I said, fuck Peyton. Um. <laughs> Didn't work right. out, but I, they're, we, they're uh, boys. Let's run into our. Let's do some rapid fire real quick about each of our teams' uh, record prediction for uh, for this year. So I'll start off with the Jets. I have the schedule in front of me. Week one against the Bills at home. Give me the Jets winning. Week two at Dallas Cowboys. I think that's the first L of the season. Week three against the Patriots. I don't think we've won in like four years against them, maybe even longer. Um, I have us winning against the Patriots. I have us beating the Chiefs in week four, surprisingly enough. I think the Chiefs have to they have to lose some games. I'm just going to give the Jets the benefit of the doubt, as you'll see with the rest of the predictions. Um, and then you have the uh, Nathaniel Hackett-Sean Payton game week five uh, at Denver. I have us winning that game. And then going into the bye, uh, or right before the bye against the Eagles, I'm, I think the Eagles are – arguably the best team in the league. I have us losing that at home, and I think that's our only home loss of the season that I have us down for. Um, so what is that? Four and two going into the bye. Um, and then at New York Giants, the thing, the thing with the Jets is we have nine home games and eight away games this year, and one of our away games is literally against the Giants at, at MetLife Stadium. So, I mean, we pretty much have ten home games this year, so I don't think it's too outlandish for me to say, like, we're going to win a quite a few games this year now i could be totally wrong if aaron Rodgers goes down week one i think we're fucked but more more likely than not i, I do have us winning at least 10 games here um so week eight against the giants i have us winning uh week nine i have us winning against the chargers at home uh week 10s against the raiders i think they'll be in shambles by that time uh, we're gonna win against them week 11 at buffalo i have us losing um and then the next five weeks i have us winning against Miami at home week 12, um, against the Falcons, against the Texans, against the Dolphins. Um, I think those are all dubs. And then against the Commanders as well, week 16. And then I have us losing the final two games of the season uh, at Cleveland and at New England. I think the last time we beat the Patriots was, uh, when was it? I think it was the 2011 divisional round, believe it or not. Um, that's the last time we won in Foxborough. Like, that's crazy. That's absolutely insane. I don't have us winning again because for some reason it's the curse. We literally can't win there. So at the end of the season, I have us going 12-5. and five. I have us going to the Super Bowl. And I don't think it's outlandish to say that once every 55 years, the New York Jets are going to win a Super Bowl. I have us winning the Super Bowl against the San Francisco 49ers, 27-24. Aaron Rodgers brings home the Labarney Trophy. And he is the revival of the New York Jets. 12-5 and five Super Bowl chance. Mark it down. Done deal. Retired after that too or no? Back again. I mean, that kind of scares me because if I, if I was him, <laughs> I probably would retire. Um, but I think he's coming back for another year. 
that scares you? That's a if concern of yours is not winning yeah. multiple Super no, Bowls. No, 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 no. If I think no, I think he retire. I mean, I think he would retire if, if you we won the take Super Bowl. That, I think he you would. would take Owen seventeen the next ten years if it means a Super Bowl this year. For the next twenty years. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing would be more Jets if they did win the Super Bowl, and then the following year it's back to Wilson, and it's back to literal square one. Like it was. But you just know that's one... going to happen, Ryan. It's going <laughs> to happen. The, the media is already feeding it. They're they're already feeding us the story. It's the obviously mentorship. worth it. That's why I don't trash the Rams because, like, obviously they're having their Super Bowl hangover years, but they got it done. Who cares? Like, who cares? They, got, yeah. they literally they 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 mortgaged all the entire future for that one year, but they got it done. So, like, you can't really trash them too much, right? So, yeah. Um, so you got twelve and five. Twelve and five for the New York Jets, Super Bowl champions, and and the best part is it's against the 49ers, which is Aaron Rodgers' kryptonite. Mm. Yeah. So it's yeah. it really is a oh, beautiful be story. It's a it's a beautiful mystery, I'll I'll say, as Aaron would say. <laughs> All right. You want me to run Kyle. Bears? Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Wait till you see this Bears schedule. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Last year their schedule was brutal. They had the NFC West and the AFC North, I believe. Two of the better divisions last year. And I know Rams and Cardinals didn't live up, but two good divisions. This year we're looking good. Start at home versus the Packers. We're favored in that game. Jordan Love's first game. Bears win. Then you got the Bucks. Kyle Trask or Baker Mayfield Bucks. Bears win that. They start two and zero. Then they get the Chiefs and Broncos. I think they lose both of those. Down to two and two. Then we got the Commanders. I think we win that one fine. Vikings at home. I'm taking Bears over the Vikings there. And then the Raiders at home. Who we we all set our opinions on the Raiders. They're back up to five and two now. Chargers and Saints are their next games. I think they lose both of those, five and four. Then they get Bryce Young and the Panthers, win that, six and four. Play at the Lions, I'm giving them a loss, six and five. Then we got Vikings and Lions again. Um, Again, I'm not very high in the Vikings. I think we beat them, get the Lions redemption game at home. I think we beat them. Then we go to Cleveland, play the Browns. I think the Browns take care of business there. And we finish the season with the Cardinals Falcons and Packers again. Love that finish this season. Build some momentum for the playoffs. Win all three of them. Bears get eleven wins. Ooh, that's an easy. Like that's an easy they, last part of the schedule. Do they? Uh, they get they, a few really nice runs in their schedule. Raiders, Commanders, Bucks, Panthers, Cardinals, Falcons. They get a lot of easy out of uh, non-divisional games. How do they do in the playoffs? Yeah. If they if they win one game, I'd be thrilled. Probably going to be a first-round exit if they make it, but that's fine. we got two first-round picks next year. Okay. Who's your, uh, who's your Super Bowl matchup? Super Bowl, I think the 49ers make it there this year. I don't think they have to use McCaffrey as a quarterback in that NFC Championship <laughs> game, and they'll have someone at quarterback this year. Um, but I have them losing to the Bills. Again, I think the wow. Bills are really being overlooked. They haven't done anything to get worse. I, I like their first-round pick in the tight end, Dalton Kincaid, however you say his name. Yeah. And I think the Bills lose to the 49ers. The 49ers roster is so complete. Brock Purdy, I know he's not much, but the people he's throwing to, yeah. Kittle, Debo, Ayuk, they're not really deep ball guys anyway. They're guys who do a lot after the catch. So I think it works out fine. I think they wear teams out. Their defense is, most people would agree, the best defense in the NFL. I think the 49ers finally don't just get close, they get it done. Good running back depth, great offensive line. They definitely have the formula for it, for sure. Yeah. 
All right, Ryan, what do you got? Yeah, Giants, as I said before, um, eight and nine, just running through the schedule now. Uh, Dallas, obviously, at home week one Sunday night. I think they win that. I think they finally, it seems like the Giants every single year almost over the Cowboys week one, whether it's on Sunday night or whether it's Fox's game of the week, despite the fact that like neither of the teams made the playoffs the year before. Um, so I think they finally win that uh, week one. Week two, Arizona, obvious win. Don't think Arizona is going to be much. I think the Giants are going to take a step back, but I don't think they're Arizona levels by any means. Then they have San Francisco Thursday night. That is going to be, that's the first, that's a huge test to see if Ryan Dable's crew can step up. But I honestly don't think they do. I think it's a tough, it's a quick turnaround for a team like that. So San Francisco loss. And then the, then they have Seattle. That's a win. I have that as a win. Then Miami at Miami and at Buffalo. Chalk those up for two straight L's. Uh, finally get a win again against the Commanders in week seven. Week eight, I have them losing to the Jets. Honestly, I think the Jets just have much more talent. Better quarterback, uh, it's obvious. Raiders, I think they get a win. Dallas, loss, not going to sweep Dallas. They're good for at least, they're good for one win only against Dallas. They're not sweeping them. Washington, another win. Patriots, loss. Uh, I think Belichick outcoaches Dayball in that game, despite the fact the Giants are at home. So they go into the bye at 6-6. And coming out of the bye at 6-6, six and six, they probably will still have a legitimate shot to make the playoffs just because of how weak the NFC is. Uh, but I, I don't think it works out. I think they get wins over Green Bay and the Rams, but they also have New Orleans. That's a loss in Week 15, I think. Uh, and they have the Eagles two out of the last three games because, Oof. yeah, that's because we can't have nice things. So I think those are two losses <laughs> right there. Uh, I think... Think think the Giants could still get in with a win in Week 18 when they're eight and eight. I think Philly ruins it for them, uh, as they should, because I think I think division rivals should want to. Maybe ruin Philly will be the, benching their guys at that point. Yeah, I mean maybe, but I still and maybe it would be a dumb decision not to bench them uh, in certain circumstances, especially if they have a number one seat on lock, which I think they will honestly. Um, but you never know. Maybe Sirianni wants to. Screw the Giants out of making the playoffs, which is which makes sense. Like I don't mind teams doing that, it's as long as people stay healthy. Like you should not want your division rival to make it. So, but eight and nine, step back. Too many. I think there's too many issues on the offensive line. I think they they have some good depth at receiver, but they don't have a number one receiver. Um, I think Darren Waller's great, but I think Saquon Barkley's great, but two injury prone players. That's pretty obvious. Um, and they're starting two rookies at cornerback. So, obviously those two looked great in the preseason. Yeah, in, in, the tra- in training camp. But this isn't preseason in, the tra- in training camp anymore. So, I, I just don't... I think there's a lot of growing pains to be had uh, in the defensive backfield for them. So, there's just too many question marks for me to fully make them a, a above 500 playoff team. Dude, rookies at corner in that division, too, with CeeDee Lamb, A.J. Brown, Terry McLaurin, guys that are proven and kind of in their prime right now. Yeah. That's, like, and that's yeah. scary. They got to face they gotta face the likes of CeeDee Lamb uh, week one, and then Debo Samuel, D.K. Metcalf, Jalen Waddle slash Tyreek, Stephon Diggs slash Gabe Davis, Terry McLaurin, Garrett Wilson, Devontae Adams, all in the first nine weeks. That's so, awesome. and then CD Lamb again, McLaurin again. Welcome to the show. Like, 
and then the, the Eagles are the, yeah, and then the, that was late in the season. Like, there's just so many opportunities for those two kids to screw up, and one of them, and one of them's a six rounder, and Trey Hawkins. Like, mm. you yeah. know, it's six weeks ago, people didn't know who Trey, or a month and a half ago, people didn't know who Trey Hawkins was, and now he's a starting cornerback for the New York Giants, who just came, who have playoff aspirations again. So. It's you just, guys need like the Panthers, the Cardinals, the Falcons. You need some of those no receiver. They type need teams. they need yeah. last year's schedule, which helped them win enough games in the early portion of the year where they could sort of start to slump late in the year, which they did. Right. Like they just don't have that this year. They have strings of they have week three to week three to six is Niners, Seahawks, Dolphins, Bills. Like those are all playoff teams from last year, and then they have the two playoff teams in their own division still. Like it's just like there's too many opportunities for those two kids to screw up. So, yeah, what are you gonna do? Who is but, your uh, Super Bowl matchup, Ryan? Oh, Eagles and Chiefs. I got a rematch. I think the Eagles it? take it. Eagles oh, take yeah? it. Yeah, I think Eagles thirty thirty to twenty four. Um, okay. So I think it's one of those games where the Chiefs do end up being favored in that game. Um, I understand it's five months away, and we have no idea what's going to happen, but I think the Chiefs do end up being the best team in the league, um, not just in that, con- not just in the AFC, but in the league. Period. Uh, but I, I'm high on Hertz, man. I just, yeah. I think Hertz is. I, I, I said it a couple years ago. I, I understand Joe Burrow got all the hype in that draft, and so did Justin Herbert and Tua. I think even then, people weren't talking about Jalen Hurts as much as they should be. Jalen Hurts was outstanding that last year at Oklahoma. Like, when he left Alabama, and he still was a national champion quarterback yeah. at Alabama. Kid got benched in the, at halftime of a national championship. So Who like, did he lose the Heisman to? Was it Burrow? Uh, Burrow won it that year. Was yeah, that, yeah, that was Fields, mm-hmm. Hurts. Bur- yeah, yeah, they were all there in yeah. New York together. Yeah, I think it was Bur- Burrow, Herbert, and Tua were the big quarterbacks in that first round, and then Hurts was a second rounder. But I just like why isn't Hertz getting, you know, the love that he deserves? He's a good, he's a good, a talented enough quarterback, and he's the type of quarterback that works in this era of the NFL. I just didn't never understood it why. Yeah. And, you know, I guess now everyone's sort of catching up on that, and I I, just, I don't know. I think he's a, a surefire MVP candidate, and I think that team is way too complete for them not to be in the Super Bowl conversation. For sure. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, and real quick, if you guys want to do the uh, NFL awards. awards, yeah, um, let's do it. S- start with MVP. I'm going Lamar Jackson. I'm high on the Ravens. I said it, you know, in the division rankings. I think they win the division. Um, I think he's finally got some weapons in Zay Flowers and Odell. I'm not sure how long Odell is going to last there. Um, unfortunately, hopefully he stays healthy. But especially Mark Andrews, you know, J.K. Dobbins finally, you know, healthy for a full season. Um, do they got three guys on that team who are comeback player of the year candidates on the Ravens? That's true. That's true. They also, I think, have a new offensive system uh, coming in, so that is a curveball, but I think he'll handle it fine. Um, give me Lamar Jackson for MVP. Yeah, I got Hurts. Jalen Hurts? Okay. Yeah. Self-explanatory, as I said before. Yeah. <laughs> you just said it. Yeah. I yeah. hear you. I'm still high on Josh Allen. He's right there every year statistically. I think if the Bills have good enough record this year, him and Diggs are going to figure it out, and he's going to be top dog. Josh Offensive is getting player of the year. Looks, man. 
Yeah, it was a great season bro. last year. I mean, his regular season was great. He just lost in the playoffs again, so it's it's the Burrow and Mahomes show. It's the Bur- it's the rise of Burrow and the rise of Hurts, and yeah, like I think they're really Burrow, especially in that conference, is really overshadowing. I think the damage yeah. that Josh Allen can do, and he'll be great too. I mean, all three will be great, but oh yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. totally. So you have offensive offensive uh, player of the year. Player of the year, yeah. Offensive player of the year, give me Christian McCaffrey. I think he uh, stays healthy for a full year behind that beautiful offensive line of the San Francisco 49ers. I don't think he'll have to throw the ball, but if he does, I think it's going to be three or four times. Trick plays. Um, I think he's a machine. They're going to feed him like crazy. And, uh, yeah, I think he's going to come back into form for a full for a full season this year um, and an off season with the 49ers, which is going to help. So give me Christian McCaffrey, offensive player of the year. I got I got same player same reason, but if injuries do ensue, then I think Justin Jefferson's a close second. You got a backup. I love it. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Just because just because Christian McCaffrey, we know like it's yeah. How many times hasn't he played a full season? You know. So, um, but yeah, I think I think CMC if he just stays healthy has the. I think he's the clear cut most productive offensive player. And it's not even close. I think he's that whole team, basically. Yeah. Almost that whole team. Kyle, what you got? Justin Jefferson. I don't know how it can't be. Yeah. He's, yeah, more chemistry with Kirk. Nothing's really changed otherwise. Yeah, he's going to be unreal again. Okay. Is he going to lose some touches now with Jordan Addison? And uh, who is it, Hawkinson in there? No, no, I, I think if anything, they make them better. I mean, you don't see Jamar Chase and T. Higgins losing out on stats because they have to play with each other and mix yeah. in. I, I think it's a good thing to have those guys around him. He's still clearly, I mean, he's way better than Jordan Addison and T.J. Hawkinson, so he'll lead oh, that team sure. easily. For sure. Defensive player of the year, I'm going T.J. Watt. Again, same reason as my offensive player of the year, if he could stay healthy for a full season. I mean, that Steelers defense is they always show out plus you got joey porter jr on the outside i think you know holding up the guys on the outside give tj more time i think he is a groin injury again away from you know not playing four games but i think that defense is just electric with him in there so give me tj watt defensive player of the year i got sauce i think oh yeah there we go I think the number one thing with Sauce that can separate him from the player he is now to someone who could win the Defensive Player of the Year is forced turnovers. And I think with that that highly versatile defensive line rotation that the Jets employ, that's going to force a lot of opposing quarterbacks into making quick throws and potentially yeah. egregious mistakes. Um, I think that's where Sauce comes in to clean it up. So, And I think that all the eyes are going to be on the Jets this year anyway, too. So you're yeah. gonna see a lot of you're gonna see a lot of sauce. Even though you'll see a lot of Rogers, you'll see a lot of sauce as well, um, just throughout the season. So I think there's a lot of a uh, lot of potential for Sauce to win that award this year. I like it. I got the boring one. I got Micah Parsons. I, I think he's just so versatile. He, he was right there with Nick Bosa last year. I think he had more tackles than Bosa, but less sacks. It was, it was a close race, but I mean, guys like Bosa, Miles Garrett, T.J. Watt, like those elite edge rushers the game plan is so built around them and that's kind of where Micah could get his stats is that if they're game planning around his edge rushing too much he does other things 
and he makes it happen in other ways. So I think his stats are going to be there. He's going to make big-time plays. It's going to be him. Okay. I like it. Offensive Rookie of the Year, give me B. John Robinson. Um, Falcons ran the ball the most out of any team, I believe, in the league last year. I think they're going to employ that same strategy this year. I think he's just going to be a machine, getting tons of touches. That's why I drafted him in fantasy. I think he's going to go off. Um, as long as they don't overuse him and he stays healthy, I think he's got it locked up. Yeah, Bijan, he'll be that whole offense. They don't have a quarterback. Kyle Pitts is Kyle Pitts, I guess. Um, I mean, he still has the potential so to be. Yeah, yeah, still has the potential to be so good. He just hasn't. Um, and you know, that's a that's because they really haven't had a quarterback. But yeah, and it, but they still don't. So I think Bijan's that entire offense, and. Yeah, gets the the number of touches, surpasses the number of touches necessary to be in the conversation to begin with. So, give me Bijan. I got Jameer Gibbs. I think he's very similar to Bijan in a way better offense. So he's going to have more touchdowns. He's going to have more yards after catch, things like that. And I think he's got a better chance to stay healthy, honestly, because it's a better offensive line and better overall offense. All right, defensive uh, rookie of the year, give me Jalen Carter. I think he, um, I think they slowly assimilate him into the defensive line. You know, over you know the course of the couple of games, first couple of games. Um, you know, the question is, what's his you know snap share percentage going to be? Is it going to be fifty percent? Is it going to be seventy five percent? It's probably going to be you know somewhere in between. Um, so that's the only concern I have is, is he getting in enough? Is he going to be able to get enough uh, penetration, you know, with a few reps that he does get, um, at least starting off? Um, but, yeah, I have Jalen Carter as my defensive rookie of the year. I'm going to go with uh, Will Anderson. I think he's got a good defensive-minded head coach in D'Amico Ryans. That's a weak uh, offensive-oriented division. Uh, even, even, even with the Jaguars, you know, there's still some pieces that they don't have, so that could come back to bite them. And the Colts are young, and the Titans are honestly, who knows what the Titans are with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback or any of those two behind them. So, Will Anderson's going to have a lot of opportunities to produce, I think, this year with D'Amico Ryan's guidance can do nothing but great for him. So, give me Will Anderson for defensive rookie. I like the logic. He's going to have a lot of those conference games to get sacks. I'm going with Frank, though. I got Jalen Carter. I think Will, I mean, Will Anderson, I think he's going to have the better career, but no one else on his line's any good. He could see more double teams. Jalen Carter, no one would double team him. You can't with, with who else they have rushing. So I think he's just in such a good position to thrive. Yeah. Uh, coach of the year, give me Robert Sala, New York Jets man. Um, I think I think they're uh, I think they're gonna have an insane year this year. I think it's gonna be crazy. I'm buying into all the bullshit hype. I've just been spoon feeding me over the past like three months. All this hard knock stuff. Um, no, but in all seriousness, I think he's got a lock on that defense. Like he just always drafts defensive guys in the first round. He trades up in the first round to get defensive guys. He goes pick fifteen, drafts. Um, What's his name? Who's the uh, first pick of the draft for the, Will, uh, Will, McDonald. For the Jets? Yep. Will McDonald? The linebacker, yeah. right? Yeah. The linebacker who jumped the car. Um, instead of re-signing Quan Alexander, we go for Will McDonald, um, which kind of surprised me at the time. I was really hoping Broderick Jones or or uh, 
Jackson Smith and Jigba because I didn't think I thought I thought we had a pretty average wide receiver core, especially after losing Corey Davis. But um, he drafts defensive because he wants his defense to be a brick shit house. We're kind of going after that, you know, 2010, 2011 uh, formula where it's just have a stacked defense, you know, great defensive line, elite corners, and run the football. That's kind of like Rodgers was pissed about uh, that. Every year the Packers would draft a defensive guy in the first round. I think we wanted to go with a running back, surprisingly enough, because of the uncertainty around Brees Hall. Um, I would have went Broderick. I would have went offensive line because our offensive line is Me probably too. the biggest question mark. Um, so I was pretty pissed because I wanted that. But, you know, as long as Bill McDonald plays well, I'm all for it. Um, so give me Robert Sala, coach of the year. Don't forget Belichick swap picks with the Steelers so they could take I know. the last tackle on the board. I know. He, he but, knew what he was. But, he knew but he Joe was Douglas going. said that. If you, if you yeah. watched One Jet Strive, Joe Douglas knew that was going to happen. I, which I made me not, feel a little I, bit better. I would have I I drafted offensive one, line. One Jet's drive. I know One Jet Strive is good. <laughs> I did not. It's probably, it might be better than Arnox, to be honest with you. Um, but, uh, co- yeah. Coach of the year, uh, Sean Payton. If he can turn that, that – that team was so – Devastating last year, and the Nathaniel Hackett era was just such is such a disappointment, and the Russell Wilson first year in Denver is such a disappointment. If he can turn just a little bit of it around and get that team back to the playoffs after what they had to deal with last year, after giving up all those picks and all that money for Russell Wilson, I think he's a total lock for Coach of the Year. Now it's going to be tough with guys like if the Jets are deep into the playoffs, Salah is going to be in that conversation as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, head coaching, the coach of the year award should be someone, should be a coach that took a team that was not great the year prior, like Brian Dable last year. Team that was expected to yeah. do nothing and made the playoffs. So you have a team like the Broncos that is getting some hype in some places, but not all the hype in other places. So I think if you can turn it around a little bit, that is grounds for a legitimate argument for Sean Payton. But they got to win games. They got to win nine, ten games to make the playoffs, or else it's not happening. I agree with you. I think it's going to be Sean Payton for those same reasons. I think if they show up in their primetime games, they have, I think, have quite a few primetime games. If they show up in those and just Sean Payton's likable, Russell Wilson, he's quirky, but but he's not a villain by any standards. I think that team's going to build a lot of momentum, and he's going to win it. And uh, comeback player of the year, give me Calvin Ridley. Um, I'm betting on it. He probably bet on it. I watched him in practice. <laughs> he's quick. He's electric. I love him. Um, I think he's going to be the wide receiver one of that team. I see him on the depth chart now behind like Christian Kirk. I think that's nonsense. I think he's going to you know, outshine starting week one. I just think his quickness out of the breaks. Um, yeah, I think he's just an excellent route runner. I know Devontae Adams even put him on his top five receiver list. Um, when he was on uh, the I Am Athlete podcast. Um, so, yeah, give me, give me Calvin Ridley. I don't know what the odds are out there. Like, plus, are you looking at the odds, Ryan? What, plus, like, 1,500? Well, I mean, every single book in the world, uh, DeMar Hamlin is the clear-cut favorite. Yeah, no, I right. know he's the favorite, yeah. but. Yeah, no. I think I he mean, has a well, better the... chance of getting cut. No, DeMar made the team. No, I know, but, I mean, it, 
pace beat the fall. They couldn't. Easily. They'd be a villain. I know they, they couldn't. Did. Yeah, no, I know they couldn't. They were forced into that, but he, he's, I, don't, I don't know how big his role is going to be. He's like year. probably like minus seven hundred at this point to be comeback player of the year after making yeah. the team after making the final round. I'm taking Demar Hamlin. I mean, it's I yeah. think it's no, it's a safe I, bet. Yeah, I, I he was always the favorite to be comeback player of the year. Um, no, I I do think there are other names that are interesting. I do think Calvin really is definitely an interesting name. Trey Lance is up there as well, but I just don't think there's going to be a number of snaps yeah. necessary that he gets. Um, Brees Hall, maybe, but I, I still think Rodgers overtakes that offense and all the attention from that offense. Lamar Jackson, maybe comeback player. I, I, I don't know if I would consider that like a comeback. It's not like he was out all of last year. He sat year. himself a lot, yeah. Yeah, like it's, I don't know if that's a comeback. And I'm not, to be honest, I'm not sure Russell Wilson is really a candidate either. I, I, it's, it's not like he was hurt, he just wasn't good. So, right. I Demar Hamlin's my pick, but there are some interesting names in that conversation. Tua as well. Tua's up there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm uh, going off your point. I think the story matters a lot. I think why they were out, like Calvin Ridley, why he was out, not great. Lamar, like a lot of those guys, and then some of the guys who are up there, they didn't miss that much. Like T.J. Watt played. I think he could be a stud, but he didn't miss that much. I'm picking Michael Thomas. He was oh, yeah. head over heels, the like best it. receiver a few years ago. He's looked great at the beginning of last year. He caught a couple touchdowns in the first like two games last year, and then he got hurt again. Um, things sounded great in training camp for him. I think if he stays healthy, Derek Carr's kind of a quarterback who works well with him. Um, just an accurate, quick, decisive quarterback. I think Michael Thomas could put up some big numbers this year. You see the... Um you see that one meme is like Brian Robson came back, got shot, and came back before Michael Thomas came back. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, Michael Thomas, toe, <laughs> out two years. Michael right, Thomas so, hasn't played in like three years, right? Like, I mean, it, it was he played like the 20- first, I think he played the first two weeks last year. Let me see. So, Ryan, you got Tamar Hamlin, I've got Calvin Ridley, mm-hmm. and Kyle has the slant god. Hey, slant you want to hear a stat? Michael Thomas, in a single season, had more catches for at least 15 yards than anyone in NFL history. Those are deep slants. Whatever, he's made, he that led was, the league in was, yards. That was the, the noodle arm Drew, Drew Brees uh, special. In the last yeah, no one's catching deep balls with that. Yeah, no, yeah. It was, it was slants only. With Sean Payton, hey, he's, he's, he schemed the correct way. He did. Yeah, he um, played three games last year. He got hurt in, his th- in the third game, but he caught three mm-hmm. touchdowns. So I think it was three three touchdowns in his first two games last year. So he's still got the talent. He's got the size and strength, but I don't know. He also had, what, Andy Dalton throwing to him or Jameis throwing to him yeah. in those games. James. I think Carr is going to be the perfect quarterback for him. Yeah, Carr should be fine I for him. I don't think Carr is a long-term answer by any means, but I think he'll be good for him no. for like one or two years. Yeah. Probably the best for him to work with a with, with a veteran and not, you know, I what right. would you say a lot? I mean Andy Dalton's a veteran but yeah. a backup. Him and Jameis yeah. were taking turns, I think. The kid from uh the Notre Dame Ian Book too, I think started a Oh yeah. Too. But that he might did. have been later on. Did Taysom Hill get a few starts even? Oh uh, yeah, I always forget I mean, he's that's on the a... team every year cuz like what other team would he be on? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. at this point. <laughs> the only the only quarterback in the NFL to block a punt. Unbelievable. <laughs> the only quarterback in the league on the punt team. To be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
that's a wrap. We'll uh, we'll reconvene next week um, just for like a quick recap of uh, week one and just looking forward to week two. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Good shit. Bye.